Welcome to the Truth Be Known podcast, bringing you the objective truth boldly, candidly, and without apology. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Truth Be Known podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Jolly. So we aren't quite back on our regularly scheduled program yet as far as dealing with charismatic doctrinal topics. And the reason is partly or rather mostly due to the fact that we have just moved from the East Coast to Alaska to plant a church. So uh, all of our furniture is still in a box somewhere between North Carolina and Alaska. We have no clue. Not scheduled to arrive until uh, sorry October the 6th. So we have an interesting few weeks. And uh, so we're currently living out of our suitcases, and uh, of course all of my books are on the shipping container. So it's going to be a fun uh, couple weeks. So all that being said, if you will allow me uh, a few filler episodes or two while we sort of get settled in, your graciousness will be appreciated. And yet I still think that this week's topic can be really helpful. Um, our, Our topic today is when plans go awry and God's providence in that. It's a good reminder, I think, of God's sovereignty and God's providence. Now, in case you didn't know, for the last year or so, my wife and I have been planning on moving to Africa to serve as missionaries. I know you're already like, wait, I thought you just said you were in Alaska. I did say we're in Alaska, (laughs) and and so hence the title of today's podcast— Um, So for the last year, we've been planning on moving to East Africa to serve as missionaries. We've prepared, we've sold off all of our stuff, we've quit jobs, etc. And yet, uh, as I've said, here I am in a little town called Homer, Alaska, right at the most southern tip of the Kenai Peninsula. Now, I thought I'd take some time to explain how on earth we've ended up from going uh, to Africa, a year's worth of planning, to Alaska in the span of about three weeks. I know many of you have seen my Twitter feed and you've seen some just gorgeous pictures, uh, some posts about Alaska, some wildlife pics. And so I thought this podcast would be just a really good time to explain a little bit about how we made that shift and just a little bit about the scripture uh, that has, at least for us, brought a lot of comfort in a change that was totally unexpected as far as we were concerned. So first, let me just read the passage of Scripture that I think sums up this entire situation perfectly. Proverbs 16, 9, you know it well. It says this, The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So about three weeks or so ago, we discovered that we were not going to be able to get our visa to get into Africa. So this was in part due to a parting of ways with the individual church we were going to be working with over some ethical issues, and there were some other things involved. But in any case, um, more importantly, we found out that we weren't going to be able to get what we needed. It the, the resolution could have been six, eight months, a year. We just didn't know. So we found this out while we were um, taking what we thought would be our last vacation in Alaska. So I'm an angler. And uh, I've always wanted to go salmon fishing, and several folks had blessed us with an option to do something, uh, you know, with my wife and I before we left for Africa. So uh, we kind of expected that this was going to be like our last vacation ever. 
right? That's just sort of the reality of being poor missionaries. You don't get to do a lot of stuff. You give up those kind of things to serve the, the folks in the place you're in. And that's fine. So our first two days, we arrive, we arrive in Alaska. It was like a dream come true. I mean, uh, we got to see moose was something my wife wanted to do. We got some really awesome pictures of, of, of bald eagles, closer than I've ever been to a wild one. And for me, I got to catch some nice big salmon. So it was really fantastic. Then the third day hit us like a ton of bricks. So we found out the news and instantly, I mean, to be a little bit honest, well, or to be a lot honest and a little vulnerable, there were some tears shed. There was some frustration, you know, when we found out this information. I mean, the reality is we had been planning for over a, an entire year. We'd invested a lot of energy and effort into the move. Um, and now the reality struck us that we're going to be homeless in just a few weeks. And of course, we no longer had jobs. Uh, we'd sold off the majority of our belongings, you know, just all the things that you do in preparation to go to the mission field. Now, these are the times, I think, when we get to exercise our faith in some just in, in, in some exciting ways. We get to exercise our faith and belief in some of those glorious doctrines that we regularly profess that maybe we don't think about in, in such, you know, depth. Um, and, until situations come up, but but doctrines like God's sovereignty. Now, that doesn't mean it was easy, obviously. Um, the reality is I'm the kind of guy I like to plan. I normally have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and sometimes a plan D. That's just kind of how I am. I enjoy playing chess, and I enjoy making plans. Um, you, know, you know, the old adage of those who uh, fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, so that's the kind of guy I am typically. Um, and so here we are sitting in Alaska. We find out that the Africa thing is not going to work. And as it turns out, we had looked at other places that needed churches um, in the past. And there were several, several other places on that list. And Alaska was, uh, was one of them. Now, here's where things get really interesting for us. And I think looking back three weeks ago, it's far easier to see God's hand at work than it was in the moment. Although in, in the moment... You know, we we still were grasping with the fact and holding on to God's sovereignty, God's providential work in our lives. And though we couldn't see um, what was happening, what God's doing, and we still don't really know what God's doing, we just trust, you know, that God's at work because we understand God's sovereignty, right? Um, now, God doesn't speak to us directly, obviously, and it often does take looking back at a situation to evaluate it to see, you know, some of God's work in our lives. And so that's kind of what we're doing now with this podcast. Um, so here's the interesting thing. So the cabin we were staying in, and, and these are the kind of situations where you look back and you just think, wow, we serve a glorious and wonderful God. And just look at some of the things God put together that could only be God. So uh, we're vacationing in Alaska. The cabin that we're staying at belonged to some dear believers who have now become friends of ours. They introduced us to their pastor while we were there on this, what we thought was going to be a vacation. And during several conversations with multiple people over the span of a few days, we confirmed that previous research we had done was accurate, that there was indeed a need for a solidly biblical church. And so we thought, well, 
we don't we we have nowhere to go. We have no place to live. Um, you know, we were wanting to serve as missionaries to plant churches and and raise up leaders in the church. So maybe we could do it here. You know, let's see. So we began to look for a place to live, uh, which obviously wasn't an immediate need, being homeless and all in just a few weeks. And, um, you know, in what it took my wife and I a year to plan for, we turned around 180 degrees in about five days, uh, which still boggles my mind a little bit. We found an apartment to temporarily get into the area. We confirmed the need for a church plant through several other pastors and other folks um, that are, you know, five, six hours north of where we are. And we made the move within about three weeks. So now if you're like me, and I know at least some of you are, you do not like it when you plan so diligently and things get upset, right? That's just part of being human. We plan, we plan, we plan, um, you know, things get upset and then we're kind of been out of shape a little bit about it. Uh, but when these things happen, I think it's a great time to be reminded of who is really in control of our lives. And so I would ask you, you know, who's in control of your life? Do you remember who is in control of your life? Uh, if you watch the media at all today, you, you you will discover that people believe that they are, you know, the captains of their own destiny and um, all of that sort of thing. But we understand that that's not true, right? God is in absolute control over everything. He's sovereign, and that is a comforting, comforting fact. And so sometimes when these types of things happen, it's good to be reminded of that, which brings us back to our Proverbs, right? Um, man may make plans, but God directs his steps. And it's in these types of situations where really we should be encouraged by such truths rather than being dismayed. Look, it's easy when your entire life gets turned upside down to get depressed, to be upset, to be angry. You know, this is just part of our natural response as fallen human beings. But the reality is, these are such great times if we've really believed and held on to God's sovereignty and God's providence, where we can say, you know what, I've never really been in control. God is directing my paths as a believer, certainly, and, and we can trust in him wherever it is that we end up. The reality is that God overrules the plans of men to fulfill his own purposes. And we don't get to know what those purposes are. And that's okay. That, that, that's the secret counsel of the Lord, right? But we can trust that for those who know Christ, those plans will be good, right? They are for our good. They're for God's glory. And when things don't work out the way we planned, that's a comforting thought, right? I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I've made enough uh, mess ups in my own life where I'm quite happy that I'm not in total control of my own life. I need God's direction. I need God's wisdom. I need God's, um, yeah, guiding my paths, right? And so if you think a direction change from Africa to Alaska is extreme, I just want to take a moment to consider Joseph, right? We're just thinking through several scriptures that really show God's sovereignty, show God's providence, because obviously we live in a world where nothing is certain, humanly speaking. And, you know, from time to time, it's good that we take a step back and we just consider some of these doctrines that really just keep us well grounded when things around us look chaotic. And let me tell you, 
I mean, again, if you've been watching the news, keeping up with all of the riots and, you know, just all of the stuff, things look totally and utterly chaotic and out of control. But here's the reality. Nothing is out of control because nothing is out of God's control, right? We just don't get to know the intimate details of what God is doing. And, and we can take a deep breath and just find such comfort in realizing that God is sovereign over all that is happening in our lives and in the lives of others around us, that God is working, right, to fulfill his own plans and purposes, and we can trust in that. So Joseph, I mean, goodness, you know, Joseph, when I look at his life, he, he went from having dreams, right, of all the people bowing down before him to being sold into slavery, now, we're not talking about a change in living arrangements from Africa to Alaska in my case, which is huge. We're talking about having dreams of grandeur and, you know, people bowing before you to being sold into slavery. I mean, not only did he get sold into slavery, but then he got, you know, falsely accused and imprisoned. He was abandoned. I mean, all sorts of trials and, and tribulations Joseph experienced, and yet... And yet, in Genesis 50, 20, he's able to make this statement to his brothers. I incredible. Listen to this. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. I mean, what a beautiful understanding of God's absolute and sovereign reign over our lives. Jeremiah also confirms this truth in Jeremiah 10, 23. He says this, I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. The reality is that we trust as we seek to obey Scripture, as we do what we can to make wise choices, as we seek godly counsel, that ultimately God directs the paths of the righteous and that we can have comfort in knowing that when our plans aren't working out, that God is working his plans and they are far better than our own. Now, this isn't some touchy-feely Joel Osteen nonsense, right? We are talking about the sovereignty of the living God. We are talking about God's providence at work. It won't always be easy. It certainly doesn't promise health and wealth. That's not what I'm saying. But we can be confident that like Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, right? We can trust in not our plans, not our wisdom, not even in the counsel of other wise and godly men, although those things are good. We can trust in the fact that for those who trust in Christ, God is working for our good and ultimately for his glory. That is a comforting thought. No matter what you're going through today, no matter what your circumstances are, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you are just absolutely distraught and broken. To be quite frank, like my wife and I were about three weeks ago, you're just grasping on to the truths of Scripture and saying, Lord, I know this is true. Help me, you know, to really believe it. And you know, maybe you have loved ones that are sick or have passed away. Maybe you live in one of these absolutely insane cities where people are just burning down everything. 
regardless of what your situation is, maybe you're a pastor and you know, you're ready to pull your hair out because everyone has different opinions on masks and social distancing and it's hard to pastor in that situation. No matter where you are, there is comfort in the fact that God is in absolute and total control. Take a deep breath, right? We study scripture, we meditate on scripture, we pray, we um, come to Christ, we trust in Christ, and we can be comforted by those by those things. You know, I was um, out walking on the beach this morning, so uh, we live like two or three minutes from the beach, which overlooks the glaciers behind it. I mean, truly, you know, this morning we were walking out, I was looking at the glaciers, bald eagle flying overhead, and I just realized that God in his goodness not only led us to a place that is in need of a church, and by the way, um, it, not the church plant is not likely to be very easy in our area. Again, God doesn't promise an ease of life, but just as I was looking at all this stuff, realizing that God, you know, in his magnanimity gave me some of the things that really I've always enjoyed being an angler and a wildlife enthusiast. I mean, I am in the halibut fishing capital in the world now. That's an exciting thing for me personally. I love the idea of just being able to go out, uh, you know, I, I can drive five minutes and I can catch salmon, I can catch all the fish we can eat. Um, I, I love wildlife. I'm a, I'm a wildlife amateur photographer. If there was less than an amateur, I would be that. But in any case, I just, I enjoy the wildlife. And God in his graciousness, although our lives got turned totally upside down, there there's still so many, just so many things I'm grateful for, you know, in the midst of that. And it, surely the church plant will come with its own great difficulties. Our home is far smaller than what we've ever lived in. Uh, actually, that's not true. I, I, I've lived in a much smaller place as a bachelor. But anyway, our support isn't quite enough for life in Alaska. But one thing is for certain, that we serve a great and mighty God. And we can trust that, you know, through whatever changes, whatever trials, whatever tribulations may come, that God is in control, and, and really that is the message I want to come through loud and clear on this podcast. God is in control, and we happily submit to whatever he has in store for us. I mean, I think about the Apostle Paul. My goodness. I mean, how many times was he beaten? Was he shipwrecked? Was he hungry? Was he cold? Uh, there were times where he had little. There were times where he had much. And yet, and yet, Paul was able to remain steadfast in faith and belief and trust in Christ. And and we can and we can too, right? Um, we're happy to submit to whatever God has in store for us. After all, we are slaves of the living God, are we not? We are not our own, but we're bought with the precious blood of the Lamb. This is, you know, this is the, the hope that we have that Christ is our Savior. And because Christ is our Savior, because we belong to him, God directs our paths, and he does so in a way that's ultimately for our good. Now, sometimes we like to kind of eisegete what that good looks like. I mean, you can turn on Stephen Furtick, and you'll think the idea of good is glamour and glory and, you know, all kind of great things happening to you. The Apostle Paul would disagree, um, 
you know, our definition of good could very simply just be good is what, what God gives us. I mean, everything God does is good. Everything God leads us into and out of is good. Um, and, and so I, I hope that today's very brief podcast has encouraged you. I know that these scriptures has, have encouraged us as we've made some big changes. And of course, uh, many of you have been praying for us and you've been kind of wondering, well, how on earth did you get to Alaska? Hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight. And uh, we certainly do need your continued prayers uh, and support as we plant the church here in Homer, Alaska. Listen, um, many of you have asked about our newsletter. We do send out a newsletter for those who uh, commit to at least praying for us once a month. If you would like to get on that, you can email us at jollymissionaries at gmail.com, jollymissionaries at gmail.com. If you would like to email us about the podcast, maybe you want to request specific topics, uh, maybe you have some comments or feedback for us, you can email us at truthbeknownpodcast at gmail.com, truthbeknownpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to continue or support our work, if you've never supported us, Uh, As missionaries here in Alaska, you can visit us at our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash jollymissionaries, or you can send a one-time gift via PayPal. So just email us for that information, and we'll get back to you. Um, Hope that this was encouraging. I realize that this is a very short podcast for us, and the content was a little bit different, but I just thought that um, in the midst of us being encouraged in God's sovereignty, that perhaps some of you listening will need that encouragement too. So until next time, let the truth be known. The Truth Be Known podcast is a theologically driven, gospel-centered program serving the body of Christ by bringing biblical truth to bear on issues facing the church today. Subscribe to the Truth Be Known podcast by using the podcast app on your Apple or Android device or listen online at strivingforeternity.org in the podcast section.